You're listening to the Coached by Dan podcast. Dan is an online coach and personal trainer with the goal of helping you become the happiest, healthiest, and most confident version of yourself you can be. Here, we talk about all things health, fitness, and mindset related to help you achieve anything you set your mind to. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's podcast. Right, guys, welcome back to episode two of the Coached by Dan podcast. I'm your host, Dan Reese. And before we get into this week's podcast, I want to say a massive, massive thank you to everyone who gave me feedback and support from episode one. The again, the views, the listens, the support, the feedback was so much more positive than I would have imagined. Um, the only issue with that episode was towards the end, um, I messed up a little bit. I added a fade out feature to the audio towards the end, which basically meant I got quieter as the episode finished up. Um, it wasn't your phone or your speaker breaking, it was simply me making a mistake with the audio. But look, we live, we learn, mistakes are good, it means we progress going forward, which I'm all about. Another thing you might notice is that my voice is a little cleaner. I invested in a microphone, so it looks very fancy from my point of view, but it probably sounds a lot better for you guys as well. So, a few updates of the podcast, getting really into it. Um, and without further ado, let's get into episode two of the podcast, which I've titled The Fat Loss Podcast. Because, so basically, um, the reason I chose this as this week's podcast topic is because I want to cover some very basic concepts for the first few episodes um and i feel like losing body fat is something that 95 percent of people want to do um like everyone i know <laughs> i've seen in the gym like most people i've heard I've, I've spoken to in the gym have wanted to lose body fat at some point in their life but the reality is those people are having severe difficulties with losing body fat and the whole goal of this podcast i suppose is to break it down as simply as i can to give you the best chance going forward of successfully losing successfully even losing body fat so without further ado, let's crack on. So I feel like one thing we need to touch on is the fundamentals of how we lose body fat. I think one big thing um, that people have in their heads is the whole idea of having certain diets um, for certain people that will facilitate body fat loss more to yourself than with other people. If you are following a diet that goes by the something diet, you know, all these diets, what they do is they co- incorporate um, a calorie deficit. And that's the fundamental thing you need to have in your diet to lose body fat. So before we go anywhere, let's talk about energy balance. So in this podcast, when I say energy, I mean calories. Calories are a form of energy. So when I say energy, I mean calories. So we have calories in and we have calories out. The calories in are any food and drink with a caloric value. That's your input of calories. Your output of calories is anything you do, both internally, externally, you know, involuntarily, voluntarily. Anything you do takes calories and energy to do so. So you have calories in and you have calories out. When we take in the same amount of calories that we burn, we'll be at what's called maintenance calories. So we'll we'll maintain our weight and be the exact same as we go along, so long as we're eating and burning the same amount of calories. On the flip side, if we eat more calories than we take in, we're going to be called a caloric surplus. When it comes to building muscle and getting stronger, this is the most ideal place to be because it's very you know optimal for recovery. Um, but on the like far end of the scale, if you have quite a big surplus, like 
a thousand, two thousand calories. Your body doesn't need that much energy, so you're going to store a lot of his body fat um, going forward, as so long as you sustain that calorie surplus, and that's when you start to put on an excess amount of body fat that we don't really want. Now, fat loss. I mentioned before this whole calorie deficit, and I think it's a term most people have heard of but don't fully understand. It means, quite simply, like the name says, you're in a deficit of calories. You're expending more calories than you're taking in. That's the only way you're going to lose body fat. Any diet that has had you losing body fat, be it like a low-carb diet, a low-fat diet, um, anything like that, it has come because you have been expending more calories than taking in. Again, I'll get to protein, carbs, and fat in a second, um, but for now, let's talk about your total daily energy expenditure. Again, when I say energy, I mean calories. So your TDEE, your total daily energy expenditure, is the amount of calories you burn in a day. Now, I'm going to throw a load of letters your way, but they all have certain meanings. So... Your TDEE, your total daily energy expenditure, can be broken up into two parts, your REE and your NREE. Your REE is your resting energy expenditure. We don't need to worry about this too much because the only thing that will take this into account are your height, your weight, and your age. Your NREE, so your non-resting energy expenditure, that's what we want to look at massively. So these two things can be split into four parts, your BMR, your TEF, your NEAT or your NEAT, which you may have heard of before, and your EAT, so your EAT. Your BMR is the only factor that falls into your REE. So your BMR is your basal metabolic rate, and the best way of describing this is your coma calories. If you're lying in bed doing absolutely nothing for 24 hours, lying in bed, hands by your side, not moving, not opening your eyes, not doing anything bar breathing, and doing things your body would do internally, that's your BMR. <clears throat> so that's the calories you burn at rest. So your RE, your resting energy expenditure. <clears throat> Bit of a cough there. Um, so we don't need to worry about that. Your height, your age, and your weight are going to be what's really doing that. Okay, so we don't need to worry about that because we can't really control that. What we can control is your NRE, so your non-resting energy expenditure. That's going to be three things. Your TEF, your NEAT, or NEAT, and your EAT. So let's start with your NEAT, because we all know what your NEAT is. <clears throat> so your NEAT is your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, and this can be quite a large amount of calories you expend. Again, your TDEE is basically energy expend throughout the day. So you want to learn how to maximize these things to get the most bang for your buck in terms of fat loss. So your NEAT, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, is all your calories you burn through non-sports-based activity. A really common one that this is, is your steps. Tracking your steps, counting your steps, hitting your 10k steps a day, your 15, your 20k steps, that falls into your NEAT. So, again, this can vary massively. If we have, if we're very active, we work a job where we're on our feet most of the time, um, or we generally just get a lot of steps in, or we're, in general we're very active, you know, your NEAT's going to be a lot higher. And the higher NEAT is, it means the higher amount of calories you're going to expend because you're so active, and then when it comes to losing body fat, this can be a very helpful way of, you know, expending more calories. The other thing we have to look out for is your TEF, so your thermic effective food. That's the calories you're going to burn digesting food. Um, simple enough. If you want to think of the three macronutrients, so you have protein, you have carbs, and you have fats. Of all three of those, protein would take the most amount of energy to digest. So is it going to be mad? Having a high protein diet, is it going to be magical in helping you lose body fat? No. The amount of calories you'd burn through digesting more pro by having a high protein diet is going to be not as much as you think. But when we're trying to lose body fat, we want to get into these habits and lifestyle changes we'll talk about in a second that are going to facilitate a more optimal, more efficient fat loss phase. The final thing we want to look at is your EAT. So your exercise activity thermogenesis. You have need and you have eat. 
Neat is anything non-sports-based related that's going to burn calories. Eat is anything sports-based, i.e. your gym work. So when you're in the gym lifting weights, doing cardio, you know, pushing a bench press, doing a leg press, that's your eat. Now, what I want to get across now is the idea that you need to be in a gym like 24-7 to lose body fat. When in reality, your eat, your EAT, that part of the calories in your TDE that you expend is quite small, like roughly 10% of the calories you burn in a day. And 10% isn't that much. However, it is something we can control, so we do want to look at it as a means of how we can actually lose body fat. So when we look at all four of those things within your TDEE, your BMR, your basal metabolic rate, your thermal effect of food, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, and your exercise activity thermogenesis, we can't control your BMR. Again, it's going to be mainly your height, your age, and your weight determining that. So that we can leave to the side and not worry about that. What we can worry about and what we can control is your NEAT, your thermal effect of food, and your EAT. NEAT, general rule of thumb, set a step goal and hit it as often as you can daily and aim to progress that as much as you can. Your thermic effect of food, the calories you burn digesting food, have a higher protein diet and you'll expend a few more calories just because you are, you know, eating more protein and you have to digest that. Your final thing is your EAT, your exercise activity thermogenesis, the calories you burn through sports-based things. Maximize that. In the gym, focus on progression, not doing the same thing time and time again. So whatever weight training you're doing, progressive overload. So doing more of a time, adding reps where you can, adding sets where you can, adding more volume overall where you can. So long as you're doing more over time, that's going to aid you massively in your fat loss phase. So your TDE is the calories you burn. Like we said, like we need to burn more calories than we take in. So by maximizing your NEAT, your thermal effect of food and your EAT, you're going to be maximizing how many calories you expend. When we expend a lot more calories and take in, we lose body fat. That's just how it works. So any diet you followed that has helped you lose body fat, it's because it has, you know, put you in a calorie deficit through those three things. Well, four technically, but those three things you can control. Now, that's all well and good. We know the theory behind it, but again, knowing theory is one thing. If we, if I told you to walk, or to, was it eight? Yeah, if I told you to walk eight kilometers, you know, that's not the biggest difficulty in the world. Whereas if I told you to climb Mount Everest, that's a totally different story. Both eight kilometers, two completely different things. So let's talk all about tracking your calories. So we can never know what we burn unless you're hooked up to some weird machine that tells you like 24-7. But I don't think we're going to do that. What we do know is we can understand how much calories we're taking in. And from that gauge, how many we need to lose body fat. Okay, so there's an app called MyFitnessPal. It's very, very helpful. You can, if you weigh your food and kind of count how many things you've had in your meals, you can then track it to this app. So say you've had for breakfast, you had two eggs, you know, two slices of turkey bacon and a thing of porridge, 50 grams, for example. You can go into the app, look up egg, put in two eggs and then save it. It'll give you the calories, the protein, carbs, fats and the micronutrient content of those eggs. Um, you put in two slices of turkey bacon. That'll track the calories, protein, carbs and fat that well your oats as well, and then it'll give you how many calories, how much protein, carbs, and fats were in that meal. Very, very helpful. And as well as that, there's like a barcode scanner as well. So if you can't find the exact food you're looking for, or the food you looked up has loads of variations of the food you're looking for, um, you can literally press the barcode like scanner, and you can scan the barcode of the food. So whatever you're actually eating, it'll give you the exact nutrition profile of that product in MyFitnessPal. Now, say throughout the day you weigh all your food really accurately and you track everything and you come up to, say, two and a half thousand calories. 
and you eat two and two and a half thousand calories for say two or three weeks straight <clears throat> every day or every week or whenever you step on the scales you're the same weight for those three weeks chances are those 2500 calories are your maintenance calories so we go back to the first point we're probably taking in more as many as many calories as we're burning we can do two things here to lose body fat. Number one, we can increase your activity. So our TDE, we can take, we can do things like take more steps, be more active. Um, we can progress more in the gym. Those are some things we could do. Or we could also drop our calories down to maybe 2,400, 2,300. Or we could do a little bit of both. So say you're now eating 2,300 calories and you're now doing 5,000 steps extra a day. So you're burning more calories to do more steps, but you're also taking in less calories because you're eating less food. We do the same thing. We eat those amount of calories consistently on a day-to-day basis, um, we train the same, we hit the step goal we have, we have a high-protein diet, and we check ourselves on scales and say we're down two kilos in those three weeks. We've now gotten ourselves into a calorie deficit. So one really important thing to look out for, especially when you're starting a fat loss phase, is tracking your calories via an app like MyFitnessPal. Weighing your food, measuring your foods, understanding, and your drinks as well, understanding portion sizes and control, and that's going to be very helpful in ensuring you lose body fat down the road. Now, we've talked about very fundamental things like energy balance, like your total daily energy expenditure, and tracking your calories. Those are all well and good, but what happens a lot, I've seen with clients, people in the gym before, is that they get bored of it. Do you know that kind of way? And we get bored of something, we don't tend to do it. Just how we are. We don't want things that are boring. So, we want to try as much as we can as, as to implement these things as kind of habits and lifestyle changes. And why is that so important? Basically, as human beings, we function by habit massively. As in, you know, anything that kind of falls outside of that norm or kind of what we usually do, we don't tend to like. So we can find methods and strategies and ways to ensure that, you know, tracking your calories, getting your steps up nice and high are kind of habits that kind of we work into our day-to-day routine and then becomes lifestyle, then we're laughing. Do you know what I mean? I have a client in the gym who he described to me his tracking steps like a game. Joe, he had a step counter on his phone and he'll routinely hit ten, he would routinely hit like six, 7,000 steps a day passively. So it's like, right, we're going to hit 10,000 steps a day. He goes, okay. We when he came back, he had 10,000 steps. And I was like, Grant, how'd you do that? He goes, well, to be honest, it kind of felt like a game. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I got a goal to hit and I want to hit it. So it's like, oh, like I want to, it's like a game. Like I want to see how many I can get. I was like, brilliant, man. Fucking let's do it more. Um, I've sworn there, so I have to <laughs> register this podcast as explicit when I upload it. Fantastic. Um, I don't think it does anything anyway, but sure, look, we'll get back to the topic. And then the next week, I was like, right. Hit 10,000 steps a day. Really, really bang on. Let's push it more. Let's go for 12,000 steps a day. He was like, right, bring it on. The next week, he came back. His average steps per day were 12,000 because, again, he found how he kind of brought that, that kind of new element into his life as a habit was by treating it like a game and through having the mindset and looking at it like that it led him to constantly constantly hit those step goals and in, as a result he's now down about 10 kilos in the last like eight or nine weeks so it's obviously working for him there so again like not everyone's going to look at step getting like a game or like a, like you have to complete this kind of level that kind of way um it's about what works best for yourself so Find ways that you can personally get your steps higher, how you can track food more, like more kind of frequently without it being more hassle. And once those things become kind of habits and lifestyle and kind of a part of your day-to-day routine, then you're going to see some really, really kind of results. Um, But until it becomes more habit and lifestyle, like long-standing and sustainable, you're going to find it a lot tougher to do. Now, really quickly, I want to touch on a subject that I feel like everyone has a bit of difficulty with. And that is 
why nobody can successfully lose weight, particularly on their own. There's a lot of reasons for this. The first thing I want to talk about is that they simply don't want it enough. When it comes to losing body fat, most people haven't actually lost or gotten down to that size they want to, they've actually wanted they actually want to be. So they've got to, again like if you go back to the old saying if you want to achieve something you've never had, you've got to be willing to do things you've never done before. Um, and when it comes to losing body fat, you know, there's certain things that comes to losing body fat that chances are this person hasn't actually done before. And the question is do they want it bad enough to implement these routines and this habit these habits into their lifestyle um, to successfully lose body fat? And the answer is no. They simply don't want it enough. So when it comes to being more active, tracking your steps, progressing in the gym, having a higher protein diet, and doing these things that are going to encourage your fat loss, because they don't want to do it enough, they're not going to put the time into it, they're not going to value enough, and they're not going to see results that they want. So it's about finding reasoning and finding a reason why as to why you want to lose body fat. Do you know what I mean? If you go, like, I want to lose body fat. Why? Oh, because I want to be healthier. Why? Oh, because I have two kids and I want to lose, I want to be healthy for them. Why? Because I don't want to see them, like, see me grow up and be overweight. Why? Because I don't want to be a good role model. Like, keep asking yourself why for these things and find your core reason as as to why you want to achieve something. From there, think about your obstacles. What's standing in the way of doing these things? Like, literally, get a pen and paper out and think of these things. Ask yourself why 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 to every reason every reason you give yourself ask why again until you find that root cause and then write out what's standing between you and that reason um you and that goal and kind of eliminate what's kind of hindering you getting there and like being willing to do what it takes is a massive thing you know again like i said there it's it's more than likely gonna be something you've never had before so are you willing to do what it takes to get there the final thing i want to talk about is people's need for accountability and structure. Do you know what I mean? As people, we're very, very easy on ourselves. Do you know that kind of way? Like, if I want to do something myself personally, and I'm answering to myself, again, I'll be very easy on myself. If I have something to do work-wise, and I have today to do it, and I have a little bit of free time tomorrow to do it, chances are I'm going to say, do you know what? Nah, I can leave it till tomorrow. I can get it done then. No bother. Whereas if I had someone standing over me being like, why aren't you doing this now? I'm more likely to do it now. Does that make sense? So, accountability is one massive thing. Um, people try to lose body fat on their own all the time, but they fail to do so, like, again, time and time again. Um, and by definition, that is insane. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result is the literal definition of insanity. So, if you're trying to lose body fat on your own and you've done it before and you've seen no results, again, by definition, you trying to lose body fat again on your own is literally insane to think of because it hasn't worked before you didn't know what you're doing you fell off the wagon after two or three weeks and you went back to square one we don't want that to happen and most importantly you don't want that to happen so accountability is one really important factor that i think everyone needs to lose body fat who hasn't done it before and then there's structure again if you've not done this before chances are you don't know what to do Thankfully, you've listened to this podcast, so you know exactly what needs to be done, but structure is needed. Again, you can understand energy balance, your TDEE, tracking, the importance of having those things as part of your habits, your lifestyle and routine um, to lose weight, um, understand you need a reason why, but if there's no structure there, that's a big piece of the puzzle we're kind of missing. So structure is a plan, you know, a plan in the gym, a plan nutrition-wise, a plan outside the gym, your NEAT, your EAT, your TEF, 
You need structure and you need a plan to follow in order to progress. And again, like I said there, if you've never done this before, or you were there before and you've kind of fallen off the wagon, the structure might be something you crucially need in order to get there. So when you combine those two things together, accountability and structure, those are like that's like a combination that's like a goldmine for success in any field, anywhere. We're just talking about body fat right now. So when you're looking to lose body fat, there's a few things to look out for. You'll need accountability, you'll need structure, you'll need a willingness to do the things it takes to get there, and you've got to have a reason why. Because chances are you don't want it enough to make the changes. So that's about everything I want to talk about now. I've covered the fundamentals of fat loss here. And with that going forward, you know, you should be able to lose a bit of body fat. Because chances are there's been a few things in the podcast you've never actually heard before. That's brand new information to yourself. The question is, are you going to take action or are you going to let it slide once again? I don't want you to let it slide. So... What I'm going to talk about now is my online coaching services. So for those who don't know, I'm a personal trainer and an online coach based in Dublin. One-to-one personal training. I train at a gym called Westwood Leperstown, Westwood Club in Leperstown even. And I I personal train one-to-one, two-to-one and three-to-one out of that gym. Now, unless you're a member of Westwood Leperstown, you don't have access to my one-to-one services, which is why I provide online coaching, which means I can PT anyone anywhere in the world so long as they have a bit of Wi-Fi, WhatsApp and email address. That's it. I want to provide you with the accountability and the structure to help you lose body fat. I've done it before with dozens and dozens of clients and I know I can help you as well. It's about tweaking your mindset, you know, finding your reason why and working off those things combined with accountability and structure I can provide you with and constant progression and measuring of your progress in order to get you there. So if that's something you're interested in, um, it should be in the show notes, um, my website, uh, my Instagram is coached by Dan. My Facebook group, uh, Coach Ben, a private group. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on all these social media platforms. Um, we can get in touch with me. If you do want to get in touch, you can send an email to my email address, danreespersonaltraining at gmail.com, or shoot me a DM on Instagram. However, you want to get in touch, by all means, go for it. Guys, I want to thank you so, so much for listening to episode two of the podcast. Hopefully, by now, unlike episode one, you can still hear me over the last few minutes of the podcast. Um, if you have any questions on anything I've talked about on here, shoot me a DM um, with the literally send me the fat loss podcast as a DM. So I'll know exactly what you're talking about in the uh, in your DM. So we can talk about how we, I can potentially help you lose body fat. Or if you have any questions on anything I've talked about in this podcast, we can talk about it there or via email. Guys, thank you so, so much for listening to episode two of the Coach by Dan podcast. Um, going forward, I will have these out every single Friday. So stay tuned for more episodes. Any questions again, guys, let me know. Otherwise, thanks so much for listening. and I'll catch you next Friday.